what is the worst thing about fingering your sister? It's when you find your dad's wedding ring. <laughs> I'm, I'm not laughing at the joke, I'm laughing at her reaction. <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm still processing this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed that, that all of us got it. I don't yeah. get it! Oh my god! So when you, wait, when you wait. finger your sister and then you find your dad's wedding ring. Oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, okay. And that's yeah. how we usually start the podcast now. Right, okay. right. Okay, let, let me try a second one. Let me try a second one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the long pause was not good enough for you. <laughs> how many Jews can you fit in a car? Uh, two I in don't the know front seat, many. two in the front seat, three in the back, and six million in the ashtray. I'm back to the Listening Room Podcast. I'm here with uh, Deven, Sean, myself, Josiah. And today we have Devel from some scruffs. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Hello. So Devel, I just want to say that you are our first uh, female solo guest on our podcast, and I also want to make it clear that female solo is one of my favorite categories. Okay, noted. And I'm very glad that I'm not in the same room as you right now. You know, right. good to have that distance. You made it more difficult for us to get. Uh, female guests now. Now even yep. we have to have the camera. We have that. <laughs> yes, we, we need to. Now uh, it's now a need, need needed thing, and we you have to draft up the the the, the claws and everything. <laughs> but it's all right. Be, you are safe. We don't, we don't need a release. We don't need a release. But Paula, Josie doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the listening room. First ever female guest. We're uh, excited to have your views on our views, which is usually uh, messed up and, you know. From the opening, you can tell, but we have fun most most of the time. Yeah, mm. I, unless I'm frozen, which might happen. I don't know what's wrong with my connection. But for this week, you're doing well so far, though. You're doing well yeah, so far. So far, that's good. That's yeah. good. But I think for this week, we have a few topics we want to cover. The main yeah. one we had interest in was this uh, Chinese adoption uh, debacle with uh, what, what's the name, Micah's Micah's. Micah Straufer. So mm-hmm. she's already mixed up in the beginning. Micah Straufer. I know, right? Mm. You can't even figure out her name. Like, how yeah. do you even begin? God. So she like, started like, a YouTube site, right? Yeah. To, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So uh, we, can... we, we've, we have a YouTube channel as well. And mm-hmm. uh, we realized that our views has been increasing ever since we start u- uploading like videos of like our podcast. Um, how do you think that we should, what's the best way to go to get like to a million views? Should we like adopt a child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and you gotta get one that's exotic. So since you guys are all Asian, you clearly need yep. like some Hungarian. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, but no, but Hungarian is white though. You need to get uh, white is not exotic now in this uh, atmosphere, right? We need to get something else, like a Madagascan kid or something. Yeah, we can get an indigenous person, like an mm-hmm. Eskimo, an autistic Eskimo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. an yes. autistic Eskimo, someone who is I don't know. Instead of fishing from the ice hole, he fishes from. I actually don't know what Eskimos do. No, but, but yeah. like, here's the thing. Like you some... can't build an igloo for him in Singapore because it just melts. It's too hot here. So Eskimos... Yeah. <laughs> the kid wouldn't the, the, the cool thing... <laughs> no, the cool thing is to see him try. Right. Him or her. Him or her. Yeah. We'll just, just to see them use ice cubes and you know, slowly put it out. I see it melt and a disappointment on his face you know, when it melts. And then you trying to explain that. It's hot. 
it's hot, it's going to melt, and he doesn't understand. And then you film oh, it. Alternatively, go, oh. alternatively, you could get one of those big freezers that they have to like store like you know meat and like dead bodies yep. and stuff, and you just like put him in. You can put a little crib in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, perfect mm-hmm. kind I of was, climate. I was wrong. Yeah, I was or wrong. just bring the kid well here. Bring the kid to Snow City and leave the kid there. Right. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, considering now we're all like under lockdown, sort of, you you could kind of work something out with the Snow yeah. City. Yeah. You could. He he could meet new friends when they start bringing schools back for excursions. You know, you'll meet different kids. He could be yeah. a new urban place. Yeah. Yeah, he new can start urban, his own urban. tribe. I think uh, start his own family yeah, the there. Snow, you know, build, Snow build City Eskimo. Yeah. It's beginning to sound more and more apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how it coming goes. back to that coming back to the channel, right? So um when I read about the channel, I was like, wow. Like people immediately went hard. They were like, what is this lady doing? They adopted a kid. They used that kid for views and now once it's Okay, wait, wait, wait. We we should after. we should we should probably like give a little bit of background okay, on like yeah, what yeah, actually yeah. happened because i think it's okay. not something that's like mainstream mainstream news yep. so yeah, yeah so, if you want to give us like a back backdrop of yeah. what this whole thing is about oh, I, I thought you guys gonna do the hard work but fine i guess you gotta put in some uh, you know fine fine i will, I will tell the story. settle in kids <laughs> all right so Micah Stroffer is this like typical blonde white lady who is like a conservative Christian and she and her husband started like a YouTube channel to talk about their kids. Um, I think it was in 2014 when they first started. So back then they only had two really young kids and they were like, oh, you know, this is my life. Um, this is how I change diapers, this is my morning routine, you know, this is how I homeschool my kids and organize the house, blah, blah, blah. So all that like boring momsy stuff. And back then, like, I think she had quite a small following and then it grew progressively until I think about 2016 when um, she was thinking about how to, by then she already had four kids. And Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So she's got, wait, no. She was, she had three, and she was expecting one more, I think, something so along the way. She probably didn't believe in the condom. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Probably. But it's like, when you have three kids already, and you're expecting one more, it, like, shouldn't you think about, you know, maybe other ways of family planning rather than adopting more kids? But yeah, that's anyway... Always, that's where the best answer is anal, because you don't have to worry about, like... Getting pregnant. No, that's the Catholic way. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. That is actually the Catholic way. Back, we, back we, got, we got it all mixed up. We got it mixed <laughs> up. We yeah. forgot that the, the anal way only applies to, you know, men and women. And, they they took it too far. To, and that's the answer to global warming as well, because you, like, decrease the population, so we don't, like, pollute that much, and then the world becomes a better place. No, it's no longer global warming, it's climate change. Yeah. Mm. It, it, it's, the, it's the answer to uh, uh, all the world's problems. Yeah. yeah. People wondering but, now how so, are we linking anals to anal to the to the climate change? I I I I'm hashtag wondering. anal for climate change. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get that trending though. We need to get that trending. <laughs> <laughs> if it trends, it's all gonna be on you, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, so, yeah. So okay, back back to Micah, right? So her whole brand is like um conservative Christian, loving, picture perfect 
household of like you know just just a tight-knit family and I guess it was probably stagnating at some point because I mean any white person with like you know genetically superior kids can just prance around in front of camera and that's your YouTube channel right so I, I guess she was probably looking for something to distinguish herself from the rest right like and I'm, I'm saying it very dismissively because I think it has been clear all along that like this this whole YouTube channel is her is how she makes money right it's her brand right yep. so and I don't think that she's a bad mom but mm-hmm. I think it's very clear that she's using her family to advance her career and her like to to provide and sending mon- and sending yeah, motherhood yeah. Exactly. Mm. It's it's a product at the end of the mm. day. And yep. I mean, I'm sure you guys have thoughts on that, but but that's what she was essentially doing. And so she decided that she needed some sort of a new brand campaign, I guess. And mm-hmm. so it, it was in the form of this Chinese boy who they decided to adopt from China. Yeah. And yeah, that's when the whole debacle started because mm. very early on, uh, I think this is like twenty uh, seventeen. If I'm not if I'm not wrong, they adopted the Chinese kid, right? So even before that, they had this whole long drawn out process of like how they went and they talked to like the adoption center and you mm. know they discussed the child and then they had this whole team of experts and then like she in the very one of the very first videos that she did for that series on like her whole adoption journey, she talks about how oh um the clinicians actually told her that maybe this is not the best idea because this kid, um, after they did some sort of a brain scan, they found that he had some um, disabilities that Mm. um, I think it's, yeah, something neurological and that would make it very, very challenging to raise him and it's probably not the best idea to adopt this child because it could be a huge burden on her. And at that point, even before she adopted this child, she said, oh, but, you know, I have so much love for this kid and I just know that my unconditional love will be enough for him. And it's like, I'm not going to return this child. He is my child. Uh, You know, he's like, he belongs to this family and you just know she's like, she's basically setting herself up to lose. Yeah, she's a good actor, I would say. And, and I think she genuinely believed it at that point in time, you know, like, I am this white savior person coming into this poor East Asian kid's life and like yeah. I'm rescuing him from all of his disability and his circumstances. And yeah, like, and of course, because of that, people are lapping this shit up. And like, I think her subscriber count just doubled within like a year. Yeah. And, and also it's funny how she, she the, the name that she gave the kid. A, a Chinese kid from China, and she names him Huxley. <laughs> it's like, I do like the name Huxley, though. Yeah, it's, it's a cute. great name, but like you know, kind of weird for to name a Chinese kid Huxley. Yeah, I think, but she had to fight the urge to just point Wang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wang. So look at him, like he looks like a Wang, but I can't seem racist. So I'm going. To him, what Huxley is it? Huxley. Huxley. Yeah, Huxley, so let's give him the most Huxley. English name ever, Huxley. Yeah, right? let's call him Huxley. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so Huxley, she thought she could. Yeah. Huxley, Huxley arrives and he's just like biting and 
pinching the other kids and he's like fussing and she's like super frustrated but she's like oh but I love him so much and you know this is so challenging blah 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 and like people have sympathy for her because they already know that he's got like these mental like disabilities right and then so they only found that so it was, I think, when they actually brought him to the doctor, like the pediatrician in the country that they were in, America. So they brought him there, and that's when he was diagnosed with autism. And that's when it all went downhill. Because right. Wait, so hang on. So they didn't know about his uh, autism before they adopted him? Yeah, so they knew he had some sort of neurological condition. I see. But on top of that, he had autism as well, which they were not privy to, which w- was is it only one of the, the neurological condition or did he have some other like a tumor or something like that? I think I read that somewhere. Uh, I think they did some sort of a scan and they found that afterwards. Yeah. So, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, yeah. So here, here, here's the important thing that I want to ask, like how much, uh, what's the return fee package? You know, like when you order something from China and then it comes like 40, like how Sorry, much they, pay to, like, they don't have a return like, policy on their stuff. It's not a return policy. Uh, this like most China other things policy. from China, <laughs> yeah, most yeah. other things made from China, you always have to question it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think they learned a very hard lesson though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I should say yeah. they only returned the goods like five, what, four, three? Wait, when was this? Three oh, yeah. years? This was in 2017, after? right? Yeah, this was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think it expired. Return policy yeah. expired. You got seven days with me. <laughs> That's the lemon law, right? Lemon law. Seven days. You come inside, you scan whatever thing. Oh, sorry, cannot return. So she... So you're, st- you're stuck. Should have bought the kid through I'm Alibaba. Like... <laughs> 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 oh, but it was going on for... Let me see, it was going on for three years uh. So they yeah, had lots of doing... views, they were, they were bringing, they were monetizing, the, I mean, they, they got money from it and everything. They got quite famous, is it? Well, I mean, yes. I don't know how, I, I've only heard of them just recently through this. So I'm yeah, so really famous the, over there. During the three-year period, they produced like 27 videos about their adop- adoption journey, including a 13-part series of adop- adoption updates. And mm. I think all the videos have been monetized. So, yeah. So they've been making quite some uh, money from it, lah. Yeah, but no, the they, did. Be- they, they even did a fundraiser. They were like, oh, oh we are going to bring this kid over. So, you know, all you have to do is donate like $10 and you can help us to pay for the fees to bring him over, stuff like that. And yeah, it was a whole thing and people contributed. Yeah. yeah and I'm pretty sure have gotten like sponsors and, and stuff like that, right? For Oh, for yeah, for, for sure. And yeah, yeah she, I think apparently she Michael plugged a fundraiser. She organized for Huxley's uh, needs. She said that every person who donated five dollars will unlock a different piece of a one thousand piece puzzle, which at the end will be a photo of Huxley. Damn, oh, that's, that's like what? the big reveal. Yeah, sure. that's pretty good marketing mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, and you know it doesn't give do anything, right? I can really see the kid. Why must I see the kid in thousand different pieces? But oh, no, I think that was probably to... before he arrived. So oh. it's like building the anticipation, oh. you know. Oh. A thousand-piece puzzle. <laughs> oh, a thousand-piece puzzle. So wait, the puzzles, how, how are they selling it? So you get a piece for donating, and then what, you'll have to get together and then make a big piece? No, or most likely it'll be, a a link, it'll be a link to some yeah. page. 
So every time someone donates five dollars, one part gets unlocked. One part gets unlocked. Yeah. And yeah. then at the end of it, they'll get a yeah, whole the, picture. Once they reach thousand yeah. dollars, you can see the kid's face, lah. And then they so can print it out. Like, like your, your piece might be like his right eyeball. My piece might might, might be his earlobe or some shit. And then we add it together, and then you can see his full uh, portrait. Wow. Yeah. You, you, can you imagine how disappointed all these white people would be when they like piece it together and they're like, oh, but all it's Chinese boys look the same, you know? Exactly. They, I can't tell this one from the Chang, my neighbor. This looks like Chang, my neighbor's kid. Wait, wait a minute, is that Steve? It's not Huckley. Steve Chai. Oh, yeah. He looks more like a wang. <laughs> yeah, more like a wang. Yeah, and this lady, right, she got like so many different like op-ed opportunities right like fuck like she was interviewed by I don't know how many newspapers how many websites she oh, must have definitely monetized most of those opportunities yeah and yeah. i mean and it it works for the brand as well right like because now yeah. you're not just this white mom you're you're like a white savior type and you know how to manage special needs and you know you have five kids one with special needs it's, it's a it's a big badge of honor if you can carry it right and I yeah. think that's why she held on to it. Did they have merch? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, don't think so. Uh, I think they had to stay away from being too obvious. Be incredible, right? Yeah. I think they had to be they had to be too obvious. Uh, they can't be too obvious. Like they can't <laughs> have one shirt and then an extra chromosome or something when they sell them. That's that's the wrong. Uh, I, I, I mean, sounds in yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the wrong one. Sorry. But so, or a spectrum, you know, like colorful spectrum. I got the wrong one, I got it mixed up, I'm sorry. Like a colorful spectrum, and then you set it up. We apologize to everyone in the Down syndrome community. Yes, I I am, I am so sorry. Uh, Autism community, I am so sorry as well. Uh, I I haven't gotten tested, I may be part of your spectrum as well. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but so, no, I don't think that they can be too obvious. uh. But I think the fallout only began what? The you can start a fund for you to get tested. <laughs> yeah, I, I oh my anything. god. I think you, that can work. No, hey, that, that could work. Let's just have one. <laughs> and like then if it happens... Piece puzzle of your face. Frozen. Exactly. Yeah, but no, the, if, the best thing is that enough they people, fit. If we have enough people like getting offended by this, then we're like, donate. Let's get him tested. <laughs> it works, man. And if anybody out there is watching this and is offended by the Down syndrome and the autism things, all the better. Because if I'm one of it, that's also a merch idea for us. The listing wow. room plus one. Wow. More. Plus one more. No, one, one of it. Yes. He's one more. Really, yes. He's really and if we can do the merch, we can do the merch. We can do one low bang in the in the in the center and the spectrum at the back. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's, you see this is already working can, out. First I think we can guess say that, a new idea. Huh? I think you can safely say that people with IQ of 75 will not be able to understand what we are saying. So, hey, you should say. No, no, you have to apologize. <laughs> Just do it slowly. I apologize to all the people who have IQ 75 <laughs> in the room. Yes, but you just have to make it, you have to do it slowly so that you can understand. Yeah, okay. So, in October 2017, Michael published a compilation video titled Huxley's Emotional Adoption Video. Gotcha Day China Adoption whatever that means. So that video itself uh, was a huge hit on the channel and it viewed, was viewed more than 5.5 million times. Did you guys see it? No. Um, no, so, so uh, I, I tried to go on the channel and take a look at it, but uh, apparently they're all taken down. No they're way! All been made yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, okay, I, I read yeah. another thing, right, about about that channel. So they had various videos where they were out on like outings and stuff like that as a family, and you could hear the mother shouting at the kid. No at the way. Boy. So when those kind of things started to happen, the husband just moved away or they edited that out. Like they would edit after you know that started, they would just like skip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, so, I, I was actually going to say that because I watched the video where they they collected Huxley and, like, they had all these, like, cute shots of her trying to interact with him. And he's he's really sweet and very cute. But you could tell that, like, by the time he starts to fuss and, you know, he's, like, struggling away from her, then they cut to another scene. Mm, he's mm. just happy and, like, interacting with the other kids again. So you kind of know something's up and then nobody is speaking, you know, there's no, it's just really a very quick compilation video with like just little clips everywhere. And I found that kind of strange. Yeah, someone wanted to make a compilation of all those like quick cuts, like how like when shit started to hit the fan, they they switched to something else. And uh, by then, they edited the videos or they took them down. Mm, so mm. yeah, they were quite. They were like, okay, let's not. Uh... Oh, she's doing Gary now. Who? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So oh, but she looks angry. She's the opposite. She's the opposite of Gary. She has a frown. Oh, you're back. Yeah, yes, you're back. <laughs> but unlike yeah. Gary, okay. you gave us a frown when you froze. You you were like frowning at us. Yeah, like, and mm. and on and my screen, I'm looking down to watch on. So I think now, now uh, she's yeah. smiling. Now she's smiling. So according to the article, Huxley was diagnosed with a stroke in utero, has level three autism and sensory pro- processing disorder. Stroke. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Uh, oh, I think stop- they didn't realize the extent of his uh-huh. uh, special needs until mm. they they brought him to uh, to America. Yeah, uh, brought him to the states, and then they did like uh, further testing. They re- they rehomed him about two years ago. Eh? Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah. No, they rehomed him. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. So we will we'll, we'll get to that. So what happened after like that is only that, one uh, year. Only one year. So they they, have- they used him for the twenty seven uh twenty seven videos from twenty seventeen yeah. all, all the way to twenty nineteen around September ish, and after that um. He, son, he started to disappear from the family videos or the, the videos that they're doing on the channel. And a lot of the fans started frozen. asking, like, hey, where's, where's Huxley? What's happening to him, you know? Um, and, and then on September 2019, she did a final... Uh, so Micah did a final update on Huxley's progress. Uh, she announced that um, it's, it's been too... Uh, the last couple of years has been a bit too hard on us. And we have decided that we are not capable enough or, or you know we don't have the right training to take care of, uh, of, of him and they decide to to rehome him in another uh, family well what, what was interesting about that is they actually said that it was a collective decision with their physicians and they have a whole team supporting them you know with their their therapists as well so they kind of framed it in a way that it wasn't their choice but it was recommended to them that this would be the best thing for Huxley. And like she she even said something along the lines of like Huxley wanted to be rehomed 
or something. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, this this kid is like tiny. Does he really know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said you had a stroke, right? Stroke and stage in utero. In utero. In utero. In so utero stroke. So he had a stroke while in the womb. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, so they're basically, I, I feel that like reading the article and then like, you know, I feel that they're just pushing responsibility away mm. and, yeah. and just saying that, oh, yeah, this pro- we went to seek advice and this professional medical staff gave us a- advice that, oh, they're better, he's better off in another home. So I don't know. I, I have, I'm two, of two minds about that because I do acknowledge that like living with someone who is on the spectrum and on the extreme end. I think it can be really, really challenging. And especially if they are aggressive and they pose a threat to your other children, you know. So maybe there is some merit there. Although, I mean, I don't think most people have the option of just like taking the kid and putting them with somebody else when that happens. Like, yeah. plus these guys are really well resourced, right? The fact that they have a whole team of mm. physicians and consultants providing advice for them suggests that. They do have support, you know, it's not like they're doing this on their own, but at the same time, I I guess, you know, even you mentioned how they're cutting out a lot of the scenes where you know, yeah. there's conflict or there's stress. So we don't really know what's happening. My issue with this is the kind of hubris that she had to take on this challenge in the first place. Because like, exactly, you have- yeah. You have four kids, four kids, right? Like, even people with just the one kid with autism, even those people can struggle, right? If those are yep. extreme cases. And and it can be really tiring and you can have all the resources you want, but it doesn't make it any easier, right? Okay, it does make it easier, but it doesn't make it less emotionally challenging. Yeah. So, and also, it just goes to show, like, how much they choose what to, uh, the, the, the narrative that they're spinning to the audiences on, on, on their YouTube channel and how they uh, try to sell the fact that they are a loving family but choose not only show the good side but not the bad side because if they're really being gen, uh, uh, um, forth, forthcoming to their, to their audience, they would, they would show their struggles though you know, in, in, in their YouTube channel and how they can't seem to cope with yeah. someone yeah, struggling with yeah. autism. Well, I question the like whole a... thing. I question the whole thing from the beginning. It's like this already shows that your intentions for adopting the kid was not as genuine. I, I don't think you gave us the full, your your full reasons. I think you wanted to adopt the kid just for views. At least to me, it like seems a- like it seems that way. It seems that way of you grabbing views because you, I think like we all saw you have four kids. So to adopt another one, you need you need. I mean, you have to have a very strong reason. You have to know that you can already handle four kids. You're prepared to take a new one in, and then when late and later on, when you found out that this kid might have neuro neurological problems, you also decided that you could take that on, mm. and that's a commitment that you like somehow you owned up to. You said like you will, you know, you will carry through with it. Yeah. And then yeah. later on, you go back on it and you tell people, oh, you you know, we we had it hard. We have four kids. We have one more on the way. Uh, it's just. Too irresponsible for us to take that's like no it was irresponsible since the beginning that, yeah, because that makes it fucked up right like yeah and my my view is if you really say, like don't don't do it mm. and yeah. then you, you said no i'm still gonna go on you know you're fucking you committed right? to it you 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 basically took a child in another life and you said you would handle it 
and then later on when you yeah. can't handle it when you when when the inevitable happened you couldn't handle it you decided not to go through with it you gave him away so in that sense yes. my view is right when you give him away everything you made from him ah, should go with him yes everything you made from him should go with him to the other family that you gave him to right and that that family now has to use that resources which you made from him to help him have a better life than you taking him over and you know just sh- shoving him around like a, like a used toy or a, or, a, or I don't know I don't know how to describe a living child like that yeah it just seems like a big PR stunt from the beginning and now yeah. like yeah she's just it's too much uh, basically it's too much over the handle too yeah. much then you give him away a lot of questioning the things that I know it's hard. It's, I think everyone knows it'll be hard. Like, like uh, I don't have my parents to ask right now, but I think I was I was quite difficult, you know. But they didn't give me away. See, I'm now here. <laughs> but like, it's not something for him to say. It's like uh, ten years from now, he's he's gonna. I mean, uh, hopefully he grows up well. But he's gonna say, "Who gave me the name Hartley? I look like a Wang." And who's gonna answer that? Or like a Chang, even. Or Chang. Yeah. Or Chang. So, I just think that this was a money grab from her. I mean, honest view, I I think it was a money grab. I think it was a view. I I could be wrong, but to me, it just seems like that. Just develop back. Sorry, guys. I just missed, like, the last, like, two minutes of this conversation. But I heard the money grab thing, and absolutely. Yeah, it's a money grab. Sean, Sean was saying that the money that they got, they earned from all the most of the videos that they shot with the kid in it, should actually go to the kid, or a substantial portion should go to the kid so that he can be raised better. Yeah, yeah, and I, in fact, I think there was some sort of a petition to ask them to to either take down all the videos that were monetized that feature yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why we haven't been able to access all of those. But maybe. yeah, uh, it would be better if that money actually went to him. It has to go with him. They basically made money using him, using the whole uh, scenario of adopting him about uh, and, you know, taking him, bring him over and yeah, like, acting like a white savior. And they didn't go through with it. So, yeah. you know, but there is no contract. No, but there wasn't a contract. This whole thing was just a yeah. verbal, you know, like I'll do everything. And she can just point up to not having, you know, gauged her abilities that well. Uh, four kids in. Mm. She used that yeah. as a... I think no, that and her... that's, that's a really disturbing thing, I think, about all these family YouTube channels, right? Like a lot of these kids don't have the option to say i don't want to do this because they're so young right they they just yeah. kind of get forced into this world and people don't really know that it's a labor in itself because i mean what kid at four years old wants to get dolled up and have a camera shoved in their face all the time like especially mm. if they're throwing a tantrum or doing something stupid or like rolling in the mud like you're not gonna want that kind of uh, an internet history of yourself on yeah. there for the whole world yeah. to see. Yeah, because the kid never consented. The kid can't consent to those kind of things. Not, un- not until 10 years later. Imagine him looking back. It's like, I was, what? You did what with me? Like, imagine the oh, honey, honey boo boo. 
Yeah, Huxley, Huxley, he's one, and then the rest of them that are now YouTube famous, like the, like you were saying, the kid who who made what twenty two million dollars. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan reviews or something. Ryan toys and the. How uh, old is he right now? Because he started when he was tiny, right? He was like five or something. Yeah. So Ryan, Ryan is now eight or nine, turning nine, I think. Wow, he's a he's a millionaire. Yeah. I mean, he is a millionaire. He's a millionaire. I, I don't know whether he is a millionaire. His parents are so, probably the millionaires. Multi-millionaire. The channel makes about nineteen to twenty-two million a year, on average. No way. It's the highest viewed channel on YouTube. Oh, of him God. reviewing toys, who watches it? That's 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 dude, my kids question. Watch it, dude. Kids watch it. Yeah. Kids love it. Kids, kids watch it. Kids yeah. watch it. Well, I mean, if it's kids, it's okay. But then again, keep an eye out on who actually reviews it. Huh? You know, technically, yeah, you look at all these like vlogs. It's like in the like, church children, area. You better watch out. With like young kids and like like adolescent and all, it's basically pedophile porn. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, all those, all those young girls that just like make slime. Like yeah. I, I really don't think other kids are watching that. I feel like. Wait, what is that? Young girl makes the- slime. Have have you guys not seen like there are teenagers I've, who have channels dedicated to making slime? Oh my yeah, god! I've, it's heard, so I've, heard of this I've never even heard of it. Make slime. I understand. What's the what's the attractiveness of making slime though? I I don't get it. I have no idea. It's it's weird. And then they have like entire like ten minute videos of them just making the slime and then like pulling it apart and like. Oh, today I'm gonna make glitter slime. Look at all the glitter, and you're like, who is who is watching this? Like, <laughs> that's so okay. I, I, made by kids or like teenagers? yeah, made by kids. They're they're oh, like okay. I think there was one that I saw that she must have been like eleven or twelve years old. Making mm-hmm. slime. Oh, oh no, she froze. <laughs> yeah, but they're oh, making slime. That is fucked up. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I apparently this, uh, is, people watching it. Like, this is trending among kids like below uh, below the age of fifteen. Yes. So yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. Apparently on, no, like, on YouTube. Like the, I, I've seen my cousin watch it. Like kids like the parents bring the kids out to like the supermarket and everything is just you are just shooting there. Yeah. And like why? So like going yeah. to, going around the supermarket to buy like the ingredients buy things, for yeah. pie making? Hmm. Yeah, I, I see wow. my niece. My nieces also watch one channel uh, about this little girl and her family just play acting. You know, play acting and like, oh, it's like, yeah, buy this, okay. And and to me, it's annoying. Honestly, very annoying. I, on we usually bear, you bear with it when kids watch, but oh my god, you never know that her voice could be that annoying. Hi. <laughs> oh my god, can you have one? Okay. It's like, oh my god, please no. No, and I'm my brother for that. Like, he comes back from work, he goes, okay! Oh, no, 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 one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old. Oh, it's so cute. I play with you. I throw it up in the air. Oh, oh. And then you get toddler age. Like, ah, yeah, he's so naughty. But you know, he's still so cute. And then when they grow up into those teenage years, where they start to be bastards, 
and you look back with with this with this YouTube ones that you look back, it's like look at you. You were cuter back then. You made me money. Now, now you're a rich teenager, which is worse. Now you're just a rascal. But 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 now it's interesting, and now we are on the other side of the fence, right? Um, uh, looking looking in uh, looking back at like I don't know, looking in at kids enjoying like watching stupid shit. Like can you imagine like when we were kids, and then like adults around us looking at us and like why why are you watching the same show like the twenty fifth time over again? Yeah. yeah. Like Power Rangers, I, I watch Power Rangers. Now when I look back at what I was watching, you realize you ask a lot of questions about why I was so like, like Mastodon. I was like, oh, what what's the villain doing while they're morphing? Yeah. You know, the guys are announcing what what colors they are, what kind of animals they are, and the villain's like, so I no, no hey, wait. don't waste my time. Hey, come and fight, lah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And looking back, like Power Rangers is a bit. Oh, she left. I think she'll come back again. I think her yeah. internet. Hey, but looking back, Power Rangers is a bit fucked up, dude. Why? Like the like yeah. the Asian Power Ranger is yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the first iteration of uh, Power Rangers, they've made fun of that before. They 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 have a yeah. they have a they have a skit that has Zodon like, uh, yeah, uh, you you will be red, and then you then Zack the Black Ranger, you will be black, <laughs> and yeah, then Trini right? the Asian one yellow, and you're like, huh? And then the blonde, the blonde is pink. And the blonde's pink. And blue is, of course, uh, no, blue is normal. And then red. The, the funny thing is that they could have gotten red really, really wrong. If then there was, a, there was a special one, right? Red. There was a green. That's yeah, green. green, was special. green. Then he became white. He became white. Money. Yeah. He became then white. he became white. Oh, but oh, he's the it? longest serving ranger, you know, that guy? The first, the first guy that became the green ranger? Tommy. The guy is still so, playing the character. He's a, a real life uh, martial artist. So I don't know. Really... He's like the leader of the whole gang, Is it? No, he started off as the bad guy. Then they switched him over. Then he became the the special ranger. The you have the red color guy who's the leader, and then you have the special the six ranger who is a strong outsider. Oh, she has a problem coming back. Yeah, I just dropped her a text on uh, Facebook Messenger. We have to riff riff off this as well. Yeah. But yeah, two million dollars for a small kid. You have to you have to understand because we don't know. We've never had presidents before. Like we don't have I mean we have child actors. That's where we can take this off. That's the closest thing to what's happening today. No, but like the yeah, with child actors, right, you can see the trend. It's not it's not a good trend. Not very good. How not many good. child actors have turned out okay? I mean, okay, imagine for like, Ryan like in terms of money, it's okay, but Look, quite quite a fair number of them are fucked up in your head, man. Wait, can you imagine this Ryan Toys? Mm. You say he started off at five. Then now he's yes, what, eight. Yes, started five. Now yeah, so now eight. eight. About doing it for like three to four years, I would say. So I'm, I'm guessing he has two more years where he can still review toys. Or it's, is it going to be an, uh, an ongoing thing? Is his oh, parents going to be... Oh, Yo, you're Hello, back. back. Hello, I'm sorry. Wi-Fi is not my friend today. I think it's nobody's friend. I don't know why. It's not my friend. So why? I have no idea what's going on with ours. It's, it's not <laughs> it's us or what? Maybe they don't like us. Are they tapping us? Ah? Can't be. Oh, God. I, think, I think government is spying on us. Lah. So I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry I made the Down syndrome, the, the, wrong, the wrong jokes. I got them mixed up. Is it, you don't have to cut us off all the time. Yeah, this is the NCSS coming to get us. <laughs> so yeah, just say one wrong thing. But no, we were discussing uh, while you were away the Ryan toys. Like how yeah. long can it go on? 
Like now he was five, and now he's eight. And then I think long... he's been reviewing like cleverer toys. Oh. I think now he does like science experiments and stuff that's uh, more advanced. So, so le- I... he has leveled up. He has leveled yeah. up. Uh. I mean, yeah. if they can keep it, if we can keep it that way, and then make sure make sure that his own rights are like they're not forcing him into it. Because you have to understand, he is making a lot of money. And when he was five, I don't, I don't know whether he understood that. He only understood that was whether every time he does a review, he gets the toy, and then later on he gets to eat at Wendy's. So you, <laughs> you, never, you never know how far it goes. Like now he's eight years old. He reviews the thing. He gets more pocket money, and he gets to eat at by White Castle. I'm not sure. Uh, in out, in out but Berlin. the thing is that if he's not homeschooled. He uh, if he's not getting loads of attention, yeah. In so will he get? Will he be bullied in school? Or you know, the thing is that he might not be bullied because he's got a lot of money, so he can just throw it in bullies' face, like go away. <laughs> he has enough true. money to study in a private school, uh, Top private uh, school. He can study yeah. in private school, but when yeah. like for us, is we we were saying that the only pers- only only things we can compare it to is child stars, like how they yeah. you know. Yeah, line, line. and like the the pageants, right? When you're talking pageants. about that. Okay, so, uh, the thing about the thing about child actors is that um, you need to have a chaperone on set at all times, and there's a limited number of hours that they can work. I think it's no more than four or five hours in a day. So yeah, there are certain limitations that are being put on child actors, so as not to like overtax them or yeah things like oh, that. But, but now, but now with the but now YouTube channels, it's all shot at home, so we don't know exactly how much time they've been working, and when yeah. your parents are the directors. You know, like because the chaperone is there to be like the middle person, right, between the director and the and the actor, to be like, okay, my kid's not comfortable doing this scene because so so on and so forth reason. But when the director is your parent, and then we don't know how much uh, say the parents force the kids to, to 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 do whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I you mean, never know. And I I can envision that it could be quite horrifying if like. The kid is like, I don't want to review this toy. Like, then there's no ice cream for you forever. Get out of the house. You know, like I mean, I, it's I think just for Ryan would be like, if you want your your Lamborghini by sixteen, you better do this video. It, yeah. it wouldn't be ice cream. <laughs> <If you laughs> want, it could be the other way around. You yeah, be if, if you want your private boat by twenty one, you better do this video. Yeah, oh, man, he probably already has a private boat. Think about it. But you're the thing but about it. That, like a Lamborghini and a yacht, you know, those things won't matter. No, la, toys. Lamborghini toy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josie's talking about the actual car. Yeah, 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 but, that, yeah, but he doesn't understand that. The, the father got, wants a Lamborghini. You've got to give him a carrot when he's young so that he can, you know, he'll always want to do whatever you say. Right? Yeah, you so, so it, it's interesting because um, I was reading this article about just these child YouTube channels and how they get started. And the strange thing is that you have a lot of kids who are watching things like Ryan's like toy reviews and then they tell their parents, mom, dad, I want to do a video like that. And then the parents are like, oh, you know, since the kid wants to do it, let's just do this for fun. And then once they start to make money, that's when the parents are like, oh, this is actually a cash cow. Like, we mm. should be doing more of this. We should, And then that's yeah. when they start applying pressure on the kid and it becomes something that's not what the kid wants, but they're too invested to back down now. So it's kind of a warp situation where you think like, oh, but the child wanted this in the first place when, you know, you've really kind of distorted the whole concept from something fun to something that's yeah. commercial. 
Yeah. Yeah, the parents but, just hijacked the whole thing, right? Like we wouldn't even know like, cash coming in. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we wouldn't but, even know if the child wants it. Like Ryan could be I in mean, the storeroom right now. Yeah, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I mean we're sitting here like in a in a you know talking about and criticizing our parents for making those decisions, but if I have a kid and he's a cash cow and making as much as Ryan, I will milk him dry. Dude. Yeah. Or her dry. I'll milk him or her dry. Do whatever it takes to get more money. Because Time to kid, adopt your Madagascan child. There yeah. you go. And yeah, then yeah, exploit yeah. him and then get him to review toys. I mean, there's always a better car, there's always a bigger boat, there's always a more... For yourself, right? Private jet you that just you can... open, do you want fresh air today? You better review this toy. Bam! And, and that's why abortion is important. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is what we were working towards. But we are all very thankful that it was not been abortion. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I think I, it, sorry I, if, I think if this, your this future whole thing... partner watches this right your future partner will be fully in support of abortion <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I really feel very very strongly that some people should not be parents like <laughs> if, if you want a YouTube channel to monetize the things that you own or the things that you produce. Like make slime. Okay. Don't have kids. Like it's yeah, that's a much it's a much heavier investment and you will regret it. What well, what do you think they parents? are making slime? So one of them one of them is. What what do you think about parents who send their kids for I like that they both just ignored you. <laughs> yeah, no. Sometimes sometimes they do that. Yeah. Sorry, it's, just it's I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Uh, what, what what do you think about parents who send their kids for like uh, pageant shows, who dress them up, dress them up in like pretty dresses and like a ton of makeup? You think they're uh, so? So I had I, I used to um well my ex boyfriend, his mom, used to dress him and his brother up as girls, and he she would perm their hair, and what? sign them up for these pageants as twin girls because. She thought it was cute. Jesus Christ. So, yes. oh. so, I mean, whatever makes the parent happy, I guess. I mean, it didn't traumatize him or anything, I hope. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because so when, when YouTube didn't happen. exist. That's true. I mean, he doesn't have, like, physical evidence of that. And neither do I, unfortunately. Or I would gladly share that with you guys. <laughs> you see it's blackmail. Yeah, no, it's like, for life, Scott for life. One person will be doing a present presentation in secondary school and it's like, oh, look at these twins. Guess who they are? <laughs> bam, bam, bam. And, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> how, how young were they, were they when, his, when their parents... They must uh, have been toddlers, so he didn't remember any of it, but apparently this was... Uh, no, I mean, we, we all have embarrassing kid photos, like... One of the, I mean, I, I, in kindergarten, my, my, my teachers, my kindergarten teachers somehow called me and my parents didn't let me participate in the, you know, the, those mini concerts. I wear a vest and wear makeup and everything. Cute. So there is that thing, but it's not on YouTube. And I can, I can, I mean, I, I shared it here, but I could be making it up. There's only photo <laughs> That's evidence. True. But I'll never show it. Yeah, so you see, I have that ability to deny it ever happened. Lock it away in my mind, throw away the keys. Yeah, your just, uh, your ex also the same. Like lock it in mind, share it with whoever he wants to, but no proof. Like not not. But, a lot but proof. I mean, 
in your case, it's it's all in good fun, right? Like, I yeah. don't think you were damaged by that or... No, know, no, it means I, it's not like I wear wigs or, you know, dress up while no not one's Not that watching. there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Cross-dressing yeah, yeah, cross, is fine. If you, if you do yeah, it for fun. I mean, you guys yeah. think so? Well, I have a secret. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, yeah, but at least they, I, you know, we have that fallback on it's all in good fun. You can tell ourselves that. But imagine these kids, they all have it online. And you all talking about the pageant kids. Yeah, their lives are already quite affected by it. There's one called Honey Boo Boo. I forgot. If that, the problem with Honey Boo Boo is I don't know if that's the mom's name or the kid's name. It has to be the kid's name, right? What kind of a yeah, mom is called Honey Boo Boo? <laughs> it's America. Freedom for everything. Your child, Madeline Franklin, is misbehaving. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think most of them are from the Midwest. Or like... <laughs> yeah. 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 I think the girl was like you know, four but, years old. Right? Have you guys seen those Chinese variety TV shows where you have like tiny kids doing like crazy gymnastics and they're jumping yeah. all around or like they're reciting poetry? Like, those things are equally bad, man. Yeah. I mean, East Asian yeah. culture embraces the child pageantry just as much. Um, they're, yeah. not, they're not happy. I think Asian culture in general, I think, like, competitions, like, singing, mm. like, uh, spelling competition, like, all sorts of, like, anything that is competitive, it's encouraged, right? That's true. Yeah. But, like, uh, unless it's Singapore. Unless it's Singapore, sports, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, Singapore is just uh, make money at whatever yeah, cost. Make money, yeah, make money. Make money. Make money. Yeah. Try and make money. I'm actually surprised oh, we weren't taking out. In school than your neighbor. Yeah, just be better yeah. than Malaysia. That, that, just that's be all. Be better. Mm. Yeah. Just be, I mean, just be better than Malaysia. Yeah. Oh it's in doc- <laughs> it's in doctrine the moment you're in. You're, you're, the moment you're conceived, la, be better. Yeah. No, everything just be better. Yeah. Just be better. <laughs> be better I, than I, thy neighbors. I, I remember watching a documentary in 2008, just before the Beijing Olympics. Olympics Was it 2008? Yeah. yeah. There, there was this documentary about uh, this gym in, in China, uh, Shanghai or Beijing or uh, yeah, some other big city, where, like, they, where parents would send their kids to this gym to train them to become uh, Olympians, future Olympians. And uh, it's like kind of like behind the scenes kind of footage. And you can see that the coach, like, you know, like there's this uh, little girl trying to be a gymnast. And you can see they're just like, you know, stretching her out to, to make her like, you know, nimble and, and, and stuff like that. And you can see her crying, like it's too painful. And then you can see the coach, no, no, we, you can do it, yeah. you can do it. And then just like I saw, I, pushing I her, stretching like her. Yeah. And then she's just like bawling her eyes out. And it's wow. like, you want to be a champion? You want to be a champion? And then she's crying, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking disturbing, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, but that's God, the thing that's with sports. So like if, if you're going to do it just for fun, like as a, as some, a recreational activity, right? I, the pressure won't be there. But if you really want to become good at it, then you would have to go through all this kind of shit. Yeah. The, but, but the question the, is whether the kid wants it or they yeah, just... They don't have a say. They're just, yeah. They, yeah, they don't they have, a have a say. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also the thing is like the age, right? Like, I mean, if it's, if it's like, if the kid's like maybe 15 to 18 just before the kid turns pro, and yeah, oh, that's still okay. Because like, you know, 18 is the, is the mark where you can like self, uh, you can... Cops can buy you and shit like that, but if the kid's like yeah. six, you know, and the kid's like crying, coming home every day crying with bruises on the shoulders or on the knees or whatever. Oh, so they better not come home crying. 
they come home crying, yeah, the parents will smack them. What would happen? Yeah, if they come home crying, say saying that I don't want to do it anymore. Papa, Papa, I don't want. I don't want. You want? You want? You want? Papa, oh, Papa, I don't want. It's like don't know what to do. I don't want that one. I don't want this one. I don't want to do. I just want to sleep. Ah. Okay. Okay. So, so on on the flip side, right? Like, let's say you guys. I mean, you guys have. You all have like five kids each, so obviously you understand. <laughs> But like you know, if you actually did have kids, right? Like, and yep. and so you have this kid, and you have great aspirations for them, and you want them to do well in life. But they just happen to be shit at everything. Like they're just useless, and they're like they don't. Want, they just want to eat ice cream and watch TV. Like, there has to be a point where you're like, no, I want you to at least develop like a skill. I want right. you to be good at something because. You can't rely on me all the time, right? So, like, where where do you draw the line? Because you know this kid could be just whiny and he doesn't want to learn anything. You put him on like a like a class in I don't know roller skating and he just refuses to stand up and you know it it gets to a point where there needs to be some sort of reinforcement, right? You can't just say, yeah. "Oh, you do whatever you like." You know, you you should enjoy your childhood by being a, a lazy, chubby kid who does nothing. Like I feel, like I feel like you're describing me now, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with I'm with Josiah on that one. See, I think it doesn't apply to us because the moment he goes, uh, whatever he describes, like he only eats ice cream, watch TV, I uh, look at him, and uh, my my speech will be, uh, first of all. That's my boy. Oh, that's my boy. <laughs> no, then, you have you to. Know, you have to remember. There's a finite amount of ice cream in your house. So, are uh, you gonna get to eat it, or is he? Mm, oh, definitely me. I'm bigger. <laughs> like, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, but three quarters of that is mine, and no, no, since if, only if three quarters left, it's like, all mine. If that's the least you could like do, right? Like just eat ice cream and sit on the couch. Maybe you should like ask the kid, "Do you want to make ice cream?" And if the kid does Whoa, not respond so even, to that, d- even if the kid does not respond oh. to that, then you give him the next line. You should have been aborted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it depends you on which. You can't even come your, down it, to make yeah. ice cream. Something that <laughs> yeah. you like. Yeah. It's like you, you, you could have so many ways. You said I should have. I should. I should have shot on the back. Or if you're the mother, I should have swallowed you. You know, it's like some 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 things like that. You can you, you can go whisper, a lot around. You just whisper in the kids here. I should have pulled out. Yeah, yeah. No, and intervention uh, must happen at that point. Yes, yeah, at that point. Fuck. I yeah. mean, uh, for me, they always say you have to, as a parent, you have to lead by example. But they didn't say whether that's a good <laughs> or bad example. So you could yeah. choose both. You could either be the good example and say, "Do you want to be as successful, as successful at me?" And then bam, 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 and get all this, or you could be like, "Oh, like all oh, sitting down there. You want to be like me?" Like, okay. You know, like that's it. It's like that's if you want to be like me, that's what you have to do. And, oh, okay, ah, oh, I get the idea. You know, and then you goes the other path. But yeah, that's being like you know, it depends on the point. Oh, you, you can are. use fear. Or you can use fear, lah. Like the fear. Ch- like 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 the Asian side, lah. It's like you want you yeah. want you want to eat. You want to eat, then you better stretch. You better yeah. be able to. But, but also, like I think so, I think right now we're living in a society where you need to know what. What what job or what uh occupation you 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 want to partake in when you're like ten years old, you know, or like eight years old, you know, where where you need to plan out your career when you're uh be- before even puberty hits. Um, I don't even know what those things do. No, uh, where I got. So, 
Yeah, yeah. So like a lot, a lot of parents are like sending their kids for like for like tuition centers as young as what five, six years old. So I, I think I think it's about creating the say the uh, uh, giving your kids some time to figure out who they are, what they like, yeah. what they enjoy. I you think know, it's because of the the society we're in actually. I think it's a Singaporean. I think it's, it might yeah, yeah. not be, more, more it might not be special to us lah. But I think it's because of what we are. Like there's so much pressure on the kids to excel in school in order for them to have an opportunity when they're older. I think that's what was mostly on us. Like the whole reason why they tell you, you have to study hard is so you have a you know you can go to university and have. Uh, job or you know you can do what you want to do that's what that's the idea the way they translate it out might be different with the cane and saying you better study yeah. i tell you i smack you and you like why why i don't have to tell you why you just do and pa, 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 pa. and when you grow up and you pass your psa and it's like and you graduate it's like see 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 i told you right now you see how you can do what you want to do you can buy a nice car like, oh yeah all those cane marks i said i got some scar that's why i couldn't become a model you asshole you know like <laughs> Like something like that. Yeah, but I have I have so many friends who rationalize that after you know they're like, oh, I have a nice banking job now. It's all thanks to those many times that my dad whooped my ass. You know, like we're we're so okay with that system and we're so okay with the 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 kind of punishment that we receive that we just mm-hmm. expect that it's going to be handed down to the next generation. Yeah, because we we told that was what happened. Balance, right? You get balance. smacked. Because you can't and you make... your kid like you. You can't like really just give everything to your kid and not expect mm. it to like backfire. And you can't like like beat bash up the kid and expect it to go well as well. You can't beat yeah. wealth into him. Yeah. 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 But but Which you see the, the concept I, that was like most of the time, right? You see those like kiasu parents, right? I I I don't know. I think that they might look at their kids as investments. Hmm. Mm. Like. Oh, you bet! You know, you better grow up and do something and look after me. Yeah, yeah. And then in, in that case, they're not that far off from Micah Stroffer, right? Because oh, she sure, invested course, in yeah. that storyline and that brand. So, and yeah. if you think about it, like just what two hundred years ago, when all of us were like in agrarian kind of societies, and you know, kids were really means of production, right? You had a ton of kids so they could help you with the farming, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're just returning to what nature has has programmed into us to exploit our kids because that's what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah. In many ways, in many yeah. ways. Back to basics, ah. Back to basics. Yeah. They come out four years old. Nada. I'm doing accounting yeah. now, but I need you to do it faster so I can quit. <laughs> so Wait, learn your theory. Learn how to balance the bloody um, shit. The... Have you guys watched like on Channel News Asia? They had this uh, series about child protective services. Oh, I heard about that, but I didn't watch it. Mm. Yeah, it's, no, it's quite interesting. It. Like if you if you guys like watch it, then you'll be like, yeah, abortion should definitely be legal. For but then they'll be out of the job. But they'll be out of the uh, job. No, 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 no children to protect. That no, there are people who will have the kid and will not care for the kid. Or yeah. maybe they'll take it to extremes. Like, what if they like you know it becomes a thing that people like ah, uh, yeah, it's not right to have kids just cause I want them. I need to have kids so I'm ready, I'm ready to take care. So let's not have kids. And then there'll be you know instead of child protection agency, there'll be like uh, SPA, the sperm what protection agency. <laughs> Protect them while they're sperm. I was I was so ready to take you seriously. So ready. <laughs> First mistake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you guys should check it out. It's quite right. interesting. It's quite an interesting 
series where they it's it's uh, weird when you see like a, a small girl being afraid of her mother. Oh. Wow! And they show it on camera. Yeah, but well, of course they blur the kids' face. They, they, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so, so the mother was abusive or abusive? Yeah, yeah wasn't abusive, lah. Yeah. 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 So, so this wait, this is away. Singapore. Child protection Singapore. agency, Singapore. Yeah. Yeah, Singapore. Yeah. It's quite sad, man. Yeah. They didn't want to see sad. that happen, also because you would usually expect if a kid's afraid, it'll be someone from outside, a stranger, yeah. teacher. You know, it comes back and it's like, oh, my teacher's hitting me, and then you know you you're like, oh, that's bad already. But if it's your own family, yeah. It's like uh, most most sexual work. abuse starts at home, or you know it happens at home. So mm. yeah, yeah it's, that's just it's mm. it's it's eerily quite an uh, it's a conducive environment for all sorts of abuse. And it's not any fault of their own, so it's just that yeah, how, how just the, the parents don't know how to handle their own stress, so they take care on their kids. Ah, uh. no, yes. the parents. You're right. Uh, it's this kind of it's this kind of people that. You know, they not 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 abortion in particular, but just should have considered not even having any, because they're clearly yeah, not ready right. for it. People clearly mm, not ready yeah. for it. They wanted to have it because uh, maybe the question is why? Why do some people want to have? You know, why? Like they have to ask themselves why. There are people who have no choice. You know, they they didn't use uh, protection. They they were like dumb or or just yep. in the moment or what thing. They had no choice, and they thought it would be a responsible thing to do to have the kid, which is. You know, it's already your fault, but if yeah. you want to do it, there's that case where you have to do it between, uh, like at a certain time where it's humane enough. Mm. I think it's also it's also a question of one, your culture, and two, the costs, right? Because yeah. let's face it, like contraceptives are expensive, right? And a lot of times, people who make rash decisions, sometimes they're not in the best position. Which is why they make rash decisions, right? Like, yeah. you 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 go with your impulses because life has trained you to do that because they're just living in each moment. So, I mean, I, I don't want to say that all of them are necessarily going in this because they're stupid and irresponsible. Sometimes it's just really that life has handed you a shitty deck, and I think it's it can also be that abortion is you know expensive for them to consider as an option and you know that's that's why we really have to start thinking about how we can find other ways to support these people you know like if mm. we can subsidize the cost of family planning you know, and things like that like then that that's the whole reason like Planned Parenthood exists right yeah yeah and so yeah I mean it's just some people are not qualified to be parents, but they end up being parents because circumstances prevent them yeah. from finding other interventions. And that's why we should always keep it an option, right? We shouldn't take away that option. Like, oh, abortion, abortion cannot be taken away. You can't take it off because you'll be adding on to those reasons why people. No, because you can't. You cannot make it illegal because then yeah. you're creating a black market for that. For, yes. for, for yeah. everything, you know. And you'll be unsafe, yeah. and then more people will yeah. die. So it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. you can't just. Outlaw it completely. I think that's one one thing we have to accept, lah. No, and yeah. in certain circumstances, it might be needed. Yeah, if the like if the like lady's life is a in... medical medical problem, like there was an Indian lady who was a tourist in Ireland, who 
was pregnant and i think she died or the child died i'm i i i'm not recalling i can't recall it right now but something happened and she needed like an an abortion but the doctors didn't did not do it because well, it was yeah. against your policy illegal. or something like that yeah it was illegal because i think she was too far in the 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 jet the period i think it's like Is maybe it, i, I think it might be illegal in ireland dude because catholic okay. country Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I no think they might have just passed legislation like last year or something that made it legal. Okay. I could be wrong. It could be LGBT rights, but no. I'm pretty sure it was abortion. But, but I think yeah, this case is like a couple right? of years ago. This case is yeah. about a couple of years ago. And what about uh, women who get raped? Oh, that, yeah. one's, that one is right? like, that one's the yeah that one's the whole one. Like in those yeah. cases, they, I think probably they have the right. Over because it was a crime committed against them, and as as horrible as it sounds to say, that wasn't their choice. Yeah. To 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 be impregnated wasn't their choice. Yeah. But but not to have it is their choice, and they should be allowed to have that. I mean, it's not so my... what, they have the burden of everything. They have to carry the kid for nine months, you know, and yeah. after a crime like that, you can't you can't put the moral the moral choice on them when something immoral already happened. Yeah. So, so my sister, my sister actually works in uh, social social care. She's a social worker, and uh, I think a couple of months ago we were just talking like over family dinner, and she was uh, saying she's handling this case, which is quite emotional for her. Uh, where two two of her kids, uh, I think they're like eighteen or nineteen, I think. So this couple, uh, the guy knocked up the girl, the girlfriend. Uh, so the girlfriend is like uh, pregnant now. I think she's like two months in or six weeks in or or something. Um, and then my first response is, why don't you just get it aborted? And then my sister is like, no, she doesn't want, she doesn't want to because uh, she feels that uh, it's a moral right to keep the child. Uh, but every like all the cards are stacked against her. So like um, the the guy has has left. He walked out of of the relationship. Um, the woman's uh, mother kicked her out of the house, you know, for for Ooh. being pregnant. So now she, oh, okay. she she's homeless. She doesn't the bit the, the kid if born doesn't have a father, uh, but yet she still has that feeling that uh, uh, that morality in her to like you know I I don't want to kill a life, and so here's my argument though, so here here and I think that's a very very selfish uh, worldview to have, because you are putting your moral uh, standing upon the life of another child, like imagine bringing forth a kid into the world where the kid has no father. Where you are 19 years old, you have no job. You know how are you going to feed the kid? How, how what? You're you're not financially stable at all. And what kind of life do you think you're going to give the kid? And then uh, my uh, my sister responded saying that uh, most likely she's going to set uh, send the kid for adoption into a foster home. So I said that, mm. then you're then you're basically birthing for a, a problem and then and taking it, it and then giving it into someone else to take take care of it. So I, but I, then I, you I, have Micah Stroffer who will adopt Chinese babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, Singapore, for at least a year. For, yeah. for at least a year. I mean, I, so I, I think it's complicated because, like, if you are somebody who is brought up to believe that, like, like life is sacred, sure. right? Like, like, you know, it's precious, whether or not it's a religious thing or a cultural thing, it's really hard to let that go, even if you know the circumstances are not in your favor. So I empathize with her because 
I think it's challenging to rationalize these things when your whole moral universe like is is built upon that foundation, you know. So if I let this slide and I say, okay, you know, like in this circumstance, it is better for me to abort. Then what about everything else that I believe, you know? So I think at that age when you're so like young and you're not sure of who you are and what your beliefs are, it can be really destabilizing if you let that go. And I think that's one of the things that you cling to when you're transitioning into like a new uncertain phase of life, right? Like you, all the more you want to make sure that your worldview still makes sense. Yeah, but, least... yeah, but mm-hmm. if your worldview uh, gives a very negative impact to your child, then I think you should really consider what the worldview is. Because what if you give, what if the kid lands up in a foster home that is abusive, you know, and like then then aren't you also responsible for that choice to make? To knowing full well that you are incapable of keeping a kid, that you're not financially stable, that you cannot afford to to start a family giving him away and then him landing up in a foster home and then going to a life of crime, say well, for then, example. I think then that's you should, just be, a, should be held responsible as well. Yeah, that's just a warped sense of, like they think it's irresponsible to terminate a life, but for some reason, it's morally or responsible to give birth and then get rid of it. By thinking that, yeah. oh, if I gave birth to it and I gave it away to a healthy foster home, I'm actually helping that baby because now that baby has, you know, a chance at life not yeah. seeing that you got rid of the responsibility. You're seeing it as responsible of me to have, to, when I gave it away, that was responsible. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of these people that hold this worldview sadly are quite religious. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. yeah it's because they only can, they're only concerned about the part where they didn't terminate the life. Everything after, it's, uh, I've already not terminated the life. That's, that's my part. No, they're they are concerned that, that God would be angry with them if they abort a kid. Yes, I think God was God was already angry with you for having premarital sex. Exactly, so he, he kind of messed up from the start. It, it's not the case where hey, sorry, Papa, I, I did this, but you know, I you know, I, I took care of that, and then he's like, oh yeah, it's okay, sayang, sayang. No, 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 he already smites you at the beginning already. You've been yeah. smite. He he doesn't look at you anymore. It's like, ah, it's not gone. So gone. so my my problem with the my problem with the pro life movement on whole is that. You know, they, they want you to feel that guilt about, you know, taking a life and everything, but they don't provide a good alternative, right? Instead of condemning these women, like, if you are really pro-life, then you should be the ones putting in the resources to say, okay, I will set you up with an adoption home. I'll make sure that this kid has the best life possible. Then you can say it's a morally superior choice. Because if this... Um, young lady doesn't have those options, then yeah, you're right. It's not, it's clearly not a better solution because at the end of the day, you're bringing a life into a very shitty kind of environment and they're probably not going to thrive, right? That's going to be just wasting resources, you know, and it has all sorts of ripple effects on the people who are trying to help you to find this care of their home. And it's just, yeah, I, I think if you look at it on that scale, then the moral complexity of it becomes very overwhelming for these people who just have like a black and white view of the world. So well, they simplify it. Uh. Yeah, they, sim- they, they simplify it. Usually the arguments against that would be like, no, you're giving them a chance. You're assuming that the kid will grow up bad. But we're saying that you have to let the kid come out and go into foster home. They're assuming all the good stuff. 
if you want to confirm that the good stuff will happen, then make it happen. And when that happens, then sure, you yeah. know, you can that's, go That's usually what they should do, but they're, they're happy of judging on it. They just want to judge my own And the assumption of all the good, the positive things, right, only matter until the kid comes out and then the kid is on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so, usually they'll ask, they'll ask, like, I think they have, like, asked, you know, uh, babies that were adopted will like have done well in life then you'll come out and say like i was you know uh, i was i was adopted and i was put into this time look at how well i turned out you need to give me like a chance but where are the other side where's the other ones where's the mm. why do you get like one person off the street and ask him were you adopted like, yeah i went to 50 different foster cares they were all abusive you know and then in the end i didn't have life skill i had to yeah. uh, lie cheat steal eat no blank because they assume that doesn't happen and it was a mistake of like ongoing mistake of other other things they just assume all the bad ones are gone and they're because you know they're pro-life narrative they're just gonna focus on that so yeah like you and also, I, mean, I, 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 I don't want to discount like all the great foster parents out there you know oh, i'm yeah. sure there's there's a really great foster community but it's also a really small one because yeah. you just don't have that many people who can foster kids right so you're gonna end up with kids who don't get put My placed dad. in a good home and uh, that's yeah, a small problem. number of people who can and a small number of people who actually want to yeah no the, yeah. the ones who can and want to they're not on youtube <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. Oh, yeah. she yeah. actually stands for the one thing this person probably is pro-life four kids i think she's then pro-life she's she's wow my god can also just take don't care do, do you think that by the time she has a fifth kid, you can just like reach in and then like just pull the kid out. I don't know, then man. Barely one of them is allergic to probably one of them is allergic to latex. Uh. You know, you just yeah. ask the kid, like, just raise a hand and then you grab him and then just pull him out and then that's it. Yeah, that, that okay. yeah, is that's what they just slip right out after like the first one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the octo mom, the, the last kid just walked out. She's <laughs> <laughs> just like, yep, here yeah, I come, mom. Right. Like the beginning got light already, and like, voila. But uh, it's like the baby came out 10. The baby already had a 10 because it was that bright. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it's funny It's funny how they can stand. But that's the thing, there's too many judgmental people out there just judging you on the act of one thing but not caring about the rest. It's like what no. the said, it's like, no, they yeah. just want to, like, oh, you know, you have to be good, God's grace and all this thing. But whatever happens thing is you, it's all on you. It's like, Everything is you. You want to. Have, you have to have the. You have to have the baby, and then you have to take care of it, and you have to. You have no other choice. This. It's okay. It. It's okay when it's your personal choice, but if you want to legislate your personal choice, then it becomes a problem else, for the rest of us, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a problem. Yeah. And, that's and, and I. I also. I also want to say one thing about um, just religious communities in general, like. I think you wouldn't have the problem of so many unplanned pregnancies if you guys actually were real about sex, right? Like the fact yeah. that like sex is so taboo and people mm. don't want to talk about it. So obviously when a teen like gets knocked out because they didn't know anything about protected sex, then yep. yeah, they're going to have these issues, right? And then you condemn them like twofold for it. So like, come on. If you want to um, abolish like you know, unsafe, un unprotected sex, then talk about it more and be real about it because your teenagers yeah. are gonna have it whether or not you you know God is watching. 
Yeah, I mean, if, if it's God, not... if God, God's watching, he's a voyeur. So, <laughs> boy, and he didn't say anything about it. Like, well, no, it's not Santa Claus, so...
would you like to help me? And it's like, ah, oh. I was like, nah. Then, and all you get, all they see every day is auto boys. And how did they see them? The auto boys are usually walking in front of them. Ugh. You know, and then the holy water gets murky again. So, then, for those you know, who are listening, so, uh, Sean is actually a Catholic, so <laughs> he can say all these kind of things. Lah. I can, and then I have to say them again when I go to confession. And, and when oh, was Father, the last... I was just talking about you on my podcast this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be whispering like, don't do that again. Yeah. No, it's like, stop revealing secrets. And, you know, 1,000 Hail Marys and uh, Our Fathers, and then you get to eat the body of Christ. I'm like, ooh, that's actually the whole reason I said those things. Like, what is the body of Christ? Uh-huh. It's like, when did it become a wafer? Was it just left there and it became crusty and then, you know? Uh, speaking what of the heck am I putting right? my mouth? There, there was a show on BBC called The Big Question. And mm. it's like a panel show with, like, audience members and everything. And one of the topics they discussed was uh, pedophilia in the Catholic Church. And uh, someone brought this up. Like, if... Uh, a priest were to go into the confessional box and confess to another priest that you know he has been touching kids or he has been raping kids or whatever. Must the priest then the, the priest who gave the confession must he then go and report it to the police? No, I think the other priest would just say which one. <laughs> the other priest would say which one because he had to make sure then. Which is the loose kid? Yeah, Who is the loose kid? There, there has to be there has to be some sort of like code of conduct, right? Because okay, so so I'm I'm studying um for like to do therapy, like psychotherapy. Yeah. And one of the things that we do is that there's a confidentiality uh, confidentiality clause, but yes. there are some exceptions, right? So we will state upfront so there is consent when we talk to our clients that you know, if you do something illegal or if you're trying to harm somebody or harm yourself, then, then we have to inform somebody. So already up front, we're saying that it's not 100% confidential if you were to do something wrong. So do priests have that kind of thing? I don't know. And the answer is no. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah they don't have to. I think they oh, will try. Yeah. Because, because God is the ultimate judge, not human yeah. being. And they are encouraged not to Oh, because man. that person who came into confession already did the first step. So yeah. now the onus is to absolve them the, of their sin. The, the, the person who sinned to go and find redemption. So the, so the priest will encourage the, the confession guy to... has no right. need to go and uh, approach the authorities over whatever abuse that he just listened to. Oh shit! Yeah. 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 So then the priest will have to live with that as well. So usually you just have to, in the priest's position, you will just tell the person like, yeah, this and that and this, and then you'll tell, you you have to go and turn yourself in to make things. Uh, and it's right. weird when you, you confess watch, it here. You you watch like um, those Catholics on the show who were trying to defend the church. And they were trying their best to defend that position. It was mm. very weird to watch. Oh, about the molestation? Yeah, no. no about about not, thing. not reporting. Oh, not yeah. reporting. Yeah. No, it's, yeah it's, it's to hard. attempt to defend a position is, I think, it, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to make a stand against it. For yeah. it, sorry. Yeah. 
No, because I mean, whatever excuse you can bring up, right, it'll be very theological. It'll be like, all like, oh, we believe in this, so, you know, God will ultimately be the, like, the judge, like what you said. Mm. But then, you know, but in, in real-world context, it's very hard to accept. Yeah. Real-world yeah. context is very hard to Because, like, let's say Ted Bundy goes into a church, confesses that he killed a lady, and the priest says what the priest needs to say, like, you know, absolve yourself, go, go have penance, please turn yourself in. He goes out and kills another lady, comes back. Those two lives were already lost. The second one you could have saved. Yeah. Mm. The second one you could have saved. Now yep. that becomes I, a I'm question. Thinking, like, if, if God is the ultimate arbiter and not a priest, then why does the priest even need to be in the confession booth? That one's even higher. Why... Why that, that, that one is yeah? Because like then that, he has a responsibility, right? Like if he's there, then like I don't know, channel God or something, right? Yeah. Like that, that puts you on the list now. You better watch yourself. No, uh, uh, and that's why like that's how the split. <laughs> that's how the split between Catholics and Protestants, right? Like now you remove the middleman and you speak directly to God, and if you want to seek yeah. forgiveness, you find it through God. You know, so yeah, so that then you remove that whole human expect, expect of it. Yeah. And uh, actually, actually, when you get older, you don't really know why. Like for me, when I was younger, yes, father, like, oh, you know, this figure of authority, yeah, you call him father, and then you call him father. So you have a lot of daddies. And so you can say a lot of Catholic people have a lot of daddy issues. But uh, so you have all that. Then you're wondering, later when I'm older, I'm wondering who gave them, like, what? Well, what what place are they, you know, preaching? Like, do they speak to God? No, not really. Because God only speaks to you as individual. And sometimes, especially for the vow, if God speaks to you a lot, it's a mental problem. Mm. So, if there's a lot of voices in your head, that becomes a problem. So, that's the yeah. other thing. is like, you're, you're supposed to trust that these people have your welfare, your well-being, but they don't, they themselves don't get up to date. You know, they don't get up to date. So they're, they're, they're saying a lot of uh, uh, archaic things. Like, um, I can't list them all because I actually lost track already. So I haven't read the Bible in so long. Yeah, it, so, you know, like a simple, a simple thing would be like what you eat, right? What you can or cannot eat. The thing Can't... is that if they, were, if they were like channels of God, right? They would be up to date. They wouldn't even need, they would be, I would assume he, if he is, I mean, if if, he, if God is ever seeing, ever present, and ev- everywhere, the Bible will be updated. No, you there see, will be a 2020 edition. No, 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 no. Sean. There will be a newest testament. Sean, Sean. Because in the in the book of John, it's written uh, in the Bible that the word is God and God is the word. So now then you have this 2,000-year-old book that people throughout the ages have been reading it and believing that this is the final words of God. That's why there can never be a new update to, uh, to any yeah, because, religious, Christian religious yeah, texts. Because maybe, maybe back then they didn't know what it meant. It meant when it was 2,000 years ago, God upgraded. He started emails and he knew all about this thing. So that's the final word of God because he's digi- digitized already. And you all right. didn't, didn't catch up. You're still using stone. Like how am so I, I supposed think... to send you an SMS? I was like, what, right. what's going on, man? Should we solve, should we find God's Twitter account then? That would, would that solve I it? Think it's, it's I think it's way account. ahead. Oh, 
Yeah, that might be, but he's way ahead. He's like, he's right. way ahead. It's like, he's, I mean, back then, they actually said that he spoke, he spoke straight to their mind. He's transcended, like, computers. No, he Going used to ahead. use, like, pillars of fire and clouds and stuff. Oh, yeah, so, and signals, like, right? Yeah. So, yeah, signals. like, okay, cloud means you go forward. Like, fire means stop. I think it was pretty straightforward back then. I, pretty, I appreciate, yeah. maybe, like, the, the maybe literal all they, or they misinterpreted a lot of what you're saying. He's like, ah, screw them. I'm going to ghost them. No, yeah. No, it, it, he, he was pretty simple back then. Now he's complicated. You know, no, now we're, we're complicated. Now. It's like, it's like if, imagine how most of what we say get misconstrued. And he's like, oh, if I say any more things, they're going like, to blow themselves up. You know? It's like I said a few things back then. I said the final word. Look what they did. I was like, I don't, I don't want to say anymore. It's like, wouldn't you be frustrated with us? Says like you know, uh, let he who is without sin cast the doing, first stone. Then everyone threw stones. Like what the hell? I said no sin. Those kind of things, way before, right? But they just couldn't blow themselves up. Now they can. <laughs> they have embraced yeah, no. technology, and now they are yep. doing what they can. But you can see, funky, it's funky, right? If God speaks to you, and if you do good things, that is really good. But if God speaks to you and you do bad things, that's a mental problem. Yeah. The responsibility has just been taken away from God. And like, <laughs> God told yeah. me to do this. Like, God told you to skin that man alive and then eat his spleen? Yep. Why? All right. Just... I think uh, we've, we're already pushing 90 minutes now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, should, should we quickly just like wrap this up? Yes. We can. We can have develop plot. Uh, have a quick plot about some scuffs. Uh, oh God, I haven't done that in a while. Um, I am working on a new mini series that's there coming up in July. So look out for that. It's going to be personal essays about the lockdown and how we're connecting in the time. So yeah, check it out when it's ready. I I guess. Right. <laughs> I also, um, because of like the lockdown and everything, I haven't gotten people in to like do proper recording. So I'm going to be reading the essays, and the idea will be that they will comment at the end of it. So mm. but it'll be interesting. Uh, I've got a couple of submissions, and it, hopefully it'll be a diverse range. I, I'm looking for like an old person to contribute. If you guys know anybody who's old and like to write, um, mm. Sean is 32 years old. So is that considered old? Oh, that's ancient. <laughs> Yeah, he's the oldest. Uh, you will be in that list right now. Come on, my <laughs> no, but you, you have to give them uh, like where would they find the link? Where would uh, they find the link on the old Sumscuff? Yes, yeah, sumscuffs.com. I put up all the episode descriptions and stuff over there. You'll find all the links. And in but, July, yeah. you'll, you'll update it with the, with the essays, right? Yes. All yes. right, that'll be good. If you want to put this on your on your website also and risk your credibility, <laughs> I will. I will do that. I will do that. I think that will be fun. All right, but thanks for coming on our podcast. First ever female guest. Everything is yeah, safe, yeah. safe space. No, no, we haven't done anything wrong, and we're all good, right? Right, right. Okay, yes. yes. Right. Yes. Cool. NDA has been signed. Uh, she will not be able to speak of this. For the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> what really happened? Uh, oh dear. Right. Thank Even you so much. Six months. <laughs> yeah. Thank you oh, so much, Adele. 
Yeah, Thank no you so worries. Much. I have fun.